The History of the World podcast, written and presented by Chris Hasler. This is the History of the World podcast, unscripted. Hello everyone, this is Chris from the History of the World podcast and this is an unscripted episode. Uh, We normally do this when we're taking a short break from publishing full episodes and unfortunately I know I think everyone gets a bit um, disappointed when I'm not publishing full episodes Um, but the reality is that when, um, when I do have other things that I need to deal with uh, it can hold me back in the writing and publication and recording of, of episodes. So I apologise for that. Um, the I suppose the issue for me really is that um, at the moment, I would say the average amount of time it takes me to write an episode is just over a week. So inevitably, I start slipping behind. So when I was doing a lot of unscripted episodes in the summer, um, while I was doing those, I was still writing and I actually got myself maybe about five or six episodes ahead. Um, when I started recording, um, I would sort of gradually sort of slip behind on that until I, I, I almost caught up with myself. So it is quite taxing to write an episode a week. Um, I never want to uh, dumb down on the quality. One of the solutions could be to start publishing episodes fortnightly, uh, but then I know that by doing that, that it would really slow down the pace of the podcast and and it would take a long time for me to get to the end of the project, which I'm very keen to do. I'm very keen to get uh, volume four finished and then get into volumes five, six and seven, um, which will bring us up to the present day. Uh, but having said that, um, I I really don't want to um, consider going fortnightly. I want to continue trying to publish weekly, uh, but I think one of the side effects of that is that there are going to be um, unscripted episode periods as well, interspersed in with the the main bulk of the project. So, but this one is not going to be uh, nearly as long as the one I took in the summer. It may be two or three weeks and then I, I want to get back into it again. So it'll either the next episode, the next full episode will either be over Christmas or certainly at the start of New Year. So don't worry, we're not really going to be taking a long two or three month break at all. That's that's not the plan whatsoever. Um, so look, thank you for bearing with me and uh, thank you for understanding. And, and also thank you for listening to these unscripted episodes there. Uh, um, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a bit of a way to sort of catch up with things, to take a bit of a breather, to tell you a few things that maybe I wouldn't normally do over the course of the podcast. Um, I also want to address um, a listener question, which has been earned by um, somebody who has uh, signed up to become a patron of the podcast through the Patreon website. Um, 
you can access that through the History of the World Podcast.com website uh, and clicking on the Patreon link. And um, you can earn the right to ask me a question. It's not everyone that does take me up on that offer, but sometimes people do. And I was asked a very uh, interesting question. So I'm going to uh, turn our attention to that now. The question has been written in by Corbin Havner. And uh, he's written in and said, my question for the end of the podcast is, when do you speculate the first strangers in a community were? Obviously, for the vast majority of human history, people were gathered in close-knit groups with people they would grow up with. With that being said, when would you guess cities and towns grew large enough for individuals in said settlement would no longer know all of the inhabitants? Thanks for the opportunity to listen to your work. I am and have been a massive fan for years to come and overjoyed to be able to support this project in any way. Best wishes, Corbin Havner. Well, Corbin, um, thank you very much uh, for your support of the project, first and foremost. And um, also thank you for your very interesting question. Now, um, I would say that I've not really um, studied this at length. I suppose I have... Um, studied the nature of human history and, and humankind in the in the earliest years. Um, certainly before there were a coalescence, I think we, we look at cities and towns as, as something that emerged as a byproduct of um, the sedentary lifestyle that was a byproduct of the Neolithic Revolution. Um, and... Um, but certainly before that, I think people would have been maybe coalescing in, in groups. And, you know, there were um, seasonal, um, there were sort of seasonal uh, places of residence, if you like, for, for, for groups of people. I suppose um, in my studies, I've stumbled across the number 30 to 40 individuals would make up a tribe of humans um, in the prehistoric era. Uh, so that would be a typical um, community of humans. Um, generally, they would be nomadic, so they would travel from place to place and maybe have seasonal settlements, uh, depending on uh, whether they were uh, tracking animals, whether they were practising pastoralism. Um, and... Um, there would have come a point, and it would have probably been after the Neolithic Revolution, where uh, individuals would be um, would would maybe not just be um, migrating to other tribes to uh, prevent um, incestual relationships or or incestual um, um, offspring. Um, so, so there would have had to have been a mixing together of tribes but i think the first time that tribes would have ca would have come together um and you would have had a, a larger um community of people i think would have had to have come with the first settlement so um when there was a need for um farming and agriculture and um and uh, whether that be through uh animal husbandry or if that be through um you know um planting 
food stuffs such as uh, grains and uh, um, and that kind of thing. I think um, that would have been the point where we would have seen an expansion from this idea of 30 to 40 tribal members. Um, and um, when there's a need to um, produce, you need to enhance your number of people within your settlement. And as that happens, people have to specialise in particular jobs in order to su sustain the other members of the group who maybe are not able to work, such as the uh, such as the elderly, the the children, and uh, the pregnant females, um, all of uh, and the and the infirmed, of course. Uh, anyone who was not able to work had to be supported, and you may need to invite outsiders into your group, and therefore expand on the amount of uh, individuals within your settlement. Now, there would have come a point where the individuals. I think Corbyn is looking at this as a you know if there's 30 individuals in a group uh you as an individual if you're a member of that group would know all of the other 30 members you would be able to recognize them all and understand who each of them was as an individual and Corbyn's saying there has to come a point where you can no longer uh, know every individual in your group and, and at what number does that does that come about? And the only point of reference I have is a book that I read a few years ago now, and um, it's by Yuval Noah Harari, and it's called uh, Homo Deus. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it's called Homo Sapiens. It's called Sapiens. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Homo Deus was the um, was the follow up book, so it was like the the sequel, if you like, to to his original book. Sorry, I'm referring to the book Sapiens by. Um, uh, Yuval Noah Harari, I apologise. Now, in that book um, is the only place I can recall uh, reading about this um, idea of uh, people becoming strangers to each other. And he speculates that that would have been around about 150 individuals. Um, now, it's been such a long time since I've read this book that I, I don't know what he based that on. I'm sure if I if I was to go back to that book, um, I would be able to find that out. But I did find it a fascinating concept that around 150 individuals, the human mind, uh, its capacity really sort of breaks down then at that point in terms of remembering everyone as an individual. Um, so that's rather interesting. So... Corbyn, the answer to your question is I have to steal the the idea from uh, Yuval Noah Harari. I'm sure has um, you know based his uh, guess on something that um, that he studied in order to present it in his book Sapiens, um, and that number's around 150 individuals. So uh, that's when that's when people started to become unfamiliar with their entire social group or their entire community group so uh there you go thank you very much corbin i hope that um has sort of helped you to understand i would strongly recommend reading sapiens by uh, yuval no harari um to get more in more sort of in you know insight into the theories behind human evolution and us as an individual not just uh what we were doing but the effect it had on the human being uh, as an animal in general uh, so 
Thank you very much. A great question, Corbin, and uh, I look forward to answering the next one. Now, I'm just going to give you a bit of a brief as to what you can expect on the next uh, episodes of the History of the World podcast. Obviously, we're sailing through Volume 4 now, and we've just published uh, Episode 41 last week. There'll probably be about another 15 episodes um, that focus on European history before we move on to other areas such as India, Japan, China, Korea, um, Indochina and uh, uh, the Pacific Islands including New Zealand um, and uh, then South America uh, and Sub-Saharan Africa. So that's that's pretty much where we're going for the rest of the volume but in the immediate future we need to round off the story of medieval Europe uh, and there's a few interesting things that we haven't covered yet that we will be covering so once we've covered the battle of Rio Salado uh, in episode 42 we'll have uh, sort of done the the, the bulk of the uh, Reconquista so we'll move on from that after the next episode then we'll talk about the uh, one of the significant um, events of medieval England, which was the signing of the Magna Carta and the impact of that document on the history of, um, of government and parliament, if you like. Um, we'll be looking at these, the War of Scottish Independence, which takes place over an amount of time, a couple of generations, um, focusing on William Wallace and Robert the Bruce um, and, of course, uh, Edward Longshanks, the King of England, Edward I, uh, and his son and his grandson, who was Edward III, um, quite a significant character, um, of course, in the Hundred Years' War uh, as well, which we'll be focusing a few episodes on. So we'll be telling the story of the Hundred Years' War and uh, with particular focus on Cressy, uh, Agincourt and uh, Orléans. So um, so we'll be focusing on the Hundred Years' War. We will also be ta- we're telling the story of the Battle of Bannockburn uh, within that Scottish independence story. And then, of course, we will need to focus on the Black Death, which was a significant event of the 14th century and something which... Um, it certainly shaped the 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 world as as we knew it back then. So, uh, quite an quite an important event. Then we'll be heading uh, right up into the far north of the continent. Uh, we'll be talking about the battle on the ice, which um, focuses on the Livonian order um, and their uh, their issues with the Novgorod Republic. So we'll be introducing uh, those developments of European history sort of very much detached from everything we've been looking at recently. Um, We'll be looking at the Battle of Grimwald uh, which um, will focus on the Teutonic Order so we'll be looking about how how that came about and uh, the emergence of Poland and Lithuania as independent states Uh, and then uh, we'll also be looking at the Battle of Kutna Ora, which uh, looks at the Hussites, which is quite a significant, um, you could say, a religious movement, which predated the the emergence of Protestant uh, Protestantism. So that will also be 
where we end up, that will be the 15th century, and that will sort of, sort of somewhat be um, the end of our story of medieval Europe. And it's been a real um, intriguing journey, hasn't it? And we've we've discovered so much on this journey, and uh, you know, so we've got about another 15 episodes still to go, and then that will be that will be about it for medieval Europe. So that's what you've got to look forward to in the upcoming episodes. Anyway, that will wrap it up for this week. Um, once again, apologies for the fact that we're doing unscripted episodes. There will be another one next week. I'm not sure what the subject of that will be next week, um, but I hope you can join me. And thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Until next week, be good. The History of the World Podcast, written and presented by Chris Hasler. Please consider making a financial contribution by going to the historyoftheworldpodcast.com website and clicking on the Patreon link. Email the show at historyoftheworldpodcast at mail.com And don't forget to join our social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr. See you next time.